1: podcast
0: yeah most people have like a like a set like oh here we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this so there have been times where like we've had like these outlines and like we just don't cover like any of it and then it'll sit there for weeks and weeks and weeks and back well like we can't talk about this
2: now you know, yeah, it's like I already
1: had a date with the way she moves. <laughs> There's been several
2: times where it's been like three or four weeks after something's happened and I'm like, God, I still want to talk about it. But it's like, yeah, you bring it up and you're like, never mind. It's dumb now. I don't yeah, want but, to talk uh, to about like it. No it's like no one gives a
0: shit at this point. Yeah. Um. But anyways, welcome, Jeff.
1: <laughs> Thanks for having me.
0: We've been talking hockey and wrestling and sports and all sorts of shit before we started. Missed all yeah, sorts man. of good content. But, uh, you know, this is the first time we've ever met, but... I've followed you for a little bit on Twitter and I'm like, I've like self dubbed you the king of Kickstarter because (laughs) like, you're just like, there's like no lapse between like projects. Right. And you don't even have that many projects. Like, like just from an outsider's perspective, because I've only done one, right. I did my, I just did mine. Mine finished in uh, on father's day this year. And like, you are just sitting out here doing like, you've got one. And then you like launch another one and like it gets funded. And then you launch another one and it gets funded. And it's like, oh yeah. So like you've done a bunch, but I think you've only done like eight at this point. Is that right?
1: Eight um or nine? Yeah, that sounds about right. This one I just want think I'm on is the eighth one. But like, yeah, there was a couple in there that weren't even real like issues. Like one was like a coloring book I just wanted to try. And the other one is like I did the trade paperback of the first three issues. Yeah. But um, yeah, but like for the most part, yeah, like it's one of those things I want to keep, you know, magic powder like always on the mind. So it's like you know, I started a second series at the spin-off. So now, they're like, yeah, hopefully it'll be like you know, do this one, it'll end, you know, fulfill it right when the fulfilling starts. That's when you start the pre-launch for the next one. Go and, you know, and I just want to keep that kind of so cycle steady going. flow of yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't so want to fall out of the minds of people, but I also don't want to like do six a year or, or even twelve a year or something where it's like you get sick of it. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I'm already kind of pushing that.
0: I I mean I, I see your numbers and you're pulling in like 200 backers. I'm just like this is madness, man! Like this is like crazy. He's got him, he's got him hooked. He's hooked. hook line and sinker already. But let's go back before we before we get deep into magic powder. Let's go back. Give us your origin story. Give us your, your bona fides up to this point.
1: I mean, for the most part, I you know <laughs> I'm just like a regular dude who just waiting. You know, I've been trying to write screenplays. You know, when I was really young, I kind of wanted to do stand up comedy. Um, stuff like that. But, like, you know, I was writing a little bit. Like, I did some wrestling stuff. I had a website called Pinfall Magazine. Um, then uh, I wrote for this site called Guyspeed, uh, TVOvermind.com. I did um, like Breaking Bad. I got on the commercial for a writing a review one time. But for real, like, I don't really have like big uh, credentials or anything like that. Around the time I turned 27, I was still writing for Guyspeed and um, I started having seizures. And so that kind of really slowed down my whole like career and ideas and everything like that. Um, now I'm 37, so it's been 10 years. But um, yeah, so like those first like four years, like trying to like get that under control, I really didn't write anything. Um, then I started um, just started self-publishing my own screenplays. because so I was like, man, these ain't never going to go to where I don't got no connections, anything like that. So um, yeah, I started publishing them on Amazon, Uh, mostly just a few friends would buy them or like family members, stuff like that. But it was cool just trying to get the experience of like what self-publishing was and things. And then um, I think it was like 2000, I think around the time, right before I had a seizure, it was like 2013. And um, my friend Chris Michael wanted to start his own video game company called Retro Village. And he wanted to make a video game called Crooked City and he wanted me to help write it. And it was basically like a GTA kind of mobile game. And um, he tried to do a Kickstarter for it. And I don't remember exactly what the Kickstarter number was, but it was a super high goal. And uh, with no real like... Very ambitious. Super ambitious, ambitious, you know, like, and it was like, you know, this is what the budget of a game is kind of thing. But also like, you know, not really taking into account how little Kickstarter actually does the work for you, you know. So he didn't really have a built-in audience or anything like that and so it didn't really go great or anything so this was like I said 2013 and that was really my only experience with Kickstarter and then um I guess it was 2000 whenever COVID happened so what was that 2020 yeah yeah I was sitting around you know I was getting paid um I was doing photography work right before COVID and stuff mm-hmm. um so I had you know got the unemployment hookup and stuff like that so it was cool I was just getting to sit around and watch tv and um, I seen the show Gamora have you ever guys seen Gamora?
0: I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever watched it. Is it on Google it What's it on?
1: Uh, I think HBO Max or whatever has okay. it now. Um, but yeah, it used to be on. I think even Netflix is where my dad originally seen it or whatever. So it's uh, with two R's. Yeah. Getcha. Yeah. And I think uh, no H, or then sometimes there is the H. I guess it depends if you're watching the Italian, whatever. But okay. you got to watch it in the actual native language. But anyway, it's basically like seeing um, Naples' version of The Wire. And so okay. I was okay. watching this and um, it just like inspired me because it was like, you know, here's Naples, which is built on top of like ancient Rome. And there's just a bunch of ghettos and projects and, you know, gang warfare and anything you'd see basically, you know, in any kind of crime show. But but the idea to me that it was on something like ancient Rome is what gave me the idea for Magic Powder and Thes and everything like that, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, here's this fantasy land and then this is where it evolved into you know this like so that's kind of where the whole magic powder thing came from in the end and that was like i said during covid and then you know like i said i was getting paid and i saved up a bunch of money and i hired you know danielle off of a uh, reddit off the comic book collabs uh subreddit i found him he's like i just finished a thing he's working with a guy named ricky lima out of canada and he was like i'm I'm looking for you know some something to draw and i was over here like i need an artist like and neither one of us posts really uh, like they were going well, but neither one of us talked to each other on each other post. But when I seen his post, I hit him up. And uh, yeah, he's like, I can color. I can do letters, blah, blah, blah. And like what I see and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll, we'll do it, whatever. And then when he sent me the first page, or I guess he sent me some character um, sketches too first, which were dope. But once he sent me that first page, I was just like, oh my God, I was so blown away. Hell, even before yeah. the colors, but even with the colors and then like lettering. Some people said he had to like um, space the letters apart a little bit while we were sending out kind of like previews and stuff like that and we did that and then i haven't really ever heard anything about it since so his letter- lettering is great and like his coloring is great his art you know his background everything so like daniel's just amazing his character designs like you know, everything and he's from italy so like that helped when I, I was explaining the whole gamora thing to him he's like i haven't even seen gamora but he's like i know what you're talking <laughs> about you know and i was like that's cool man cuz like uh you know and so i think he got a lot of, you know cuz i wanted fez to kind of feel like kind of like new york but also kind of like italy but also like i said like its own place and all these other things so he really just you know made it its own thing and it's amazing and yeah so that's how that all that was the whole origin tale right there (laughs) i like
0: it you and i have similar uh like like parallel paths you know in a sense of like going to reddit uh finding an artist uh and then my my artist is in cuba which is hugo and it's and it's weird because like i don't know if you if you felt this with with your guy but it's like you you like you see the portfolio portfolio and you're like yeah this like this is cool like this looks good but then it's like once you i don't know if it's like the paying that like kind of like colors your perception a little bit but like once you pay like for a cover right so like i did just a character kind of like a full took a full page of, of jack for polar destroyer and then like he sent it to me and I'm like, this, like, this is it. Like, this is what I've been waiting. Cause it took me 10 years to get to, you know, to Kickstarter. And oh, yeah. I was like, uh, like, I was like, this is like b- blown me away. Right. So then, then you start negotiating. You're like, Okay. So like, can you do interiors? Can you do this? Can you do that? And then like, he gives me a price and it's like, fuck, like, you know, it's fair. Like, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah. But it's like, <laughs> then you realize the budget you're up for. Yeah. Yeah. Like and
0: so like, I don't know. So when you launched your first one, I'm, I'm, going to pick your brain here. So, did you already have like money set aside or was your ki- first Kickstarter sort of a way to build like pay your artists? Because that's what I did. Like I had paid for four pages on my own completely all those. And then my Kickstarter is meant to basically ease the burden of creation for me and then, you know, I pay him and then I you know everything else I have to deal with on the other on the on the back end, but like i'm curious how you approached it
1: um so at first i was just gonna do like a 12 page mini first issue no kickstarter no nothing that was the plans i was like can you do 12 pages this is the blah 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 so if you read the first issue um the 12th page is the elf on the plane mm-hmm. the guy volta like riding mm-hmm. on the plane with his sword next to him going to Thez basically to start killing people so like um that was just going to be the, and I was going to give it away, whatever. I don't know. I didn't even really have a plan what I was going to do. But once I started posting some pictures and stuff, uh, the previews, and then my friend Chris, who actually did that other Kickstarter and stuff, and everybody's like, you know, maybe you should do a Kickstarter. Maybe you should do a Kickstarter, blah, blah, blah. So at that point, I was like, yo, Danielle are you down to make this a whole first issue? Blah, blah, blah. Because originally, he knew I had like a plan for the first six-issue um, arc, Mm-hmm. He was so he's done that since the beginning. But like, uh, as far as like what we were going to do, I didn't know about publishers and what was worth doing what like I've always wanted to make a comic book and I try to do it with friends and stuff. But like you said, it's a lot of work. And that's why it costs a lot of money and stuff like that. And trying to do it with someone who's never done it before as someone else who's never done it before. You're basically just walking around in circles. So you know the three or four times I did try this with other people, it never worked anyway. Plus, I didn't have the idea for magic powder at that time. It was other things, right? Like I wanted to do like um like a comic book about like robot zombies, and then I had another one that this other kid had the idea. He wanted to do like um. It kind of just reminded me of like a space zombie thing. I don't know. Everybody wanted to do fucking zombies. This was probably around Walking Dead's <laughs> like beginning too. You know, so yeah, it's, like it's fresh. Right I yeah, I just graduated high school and stuff. So you know, everybody wanted to do it's like, like imagine,
2: imagine stuff. Walking Dead but, but row base yeah space. yeah,
1: like, yeah, yeah exactly robot. you know imagine robots walking robots dead space.
0: but in hell totally and <laughs> even
1: when you pitch anything that's kind of how they want you to pitch it anyway at least that's how i always learned from movie business that's how they tell you that but even i don't know whether that that's uh, true i've never pitched a movie to anyone worth a damn but uh yeah it is what it is um yeah, even like with like Magic Powder, I always tell people it's like, a, you know, either I will say it's Game of Thrones meets Breaking Bad, even though it's not really like Game of Thrones. It's more like Dungeons and Dragons meets Breaking Bad. Right. But I feel like it depends who I'm talking to, because like some people you say Dungeons and Dragons and they'll be like turned off by it. So you say Game of Thrones and they might be more interested. Yeah, so I just feel depends.
0: like D&D is like outside of maybe the the mid eighties like D D is like hotter than it's ever been. Oh,
1: totally. And totally. And that's why Magic Powder <laughs> yeah. is hot. You know what I mean? Like that's why it fits it so well. And I don't even Yo, in reality I would so say in right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. The reality, of the pitch would be it's Dungeons and Dragons meets um the wire gamora no okay. yeah the wire or you could say lord of the rings meets the wire all those like things are in inter- it and like sometimes i'll say the sopranos just because people like the sopranos but sopranos is more of a, it, a comedy gta's beat. in right now so you no. like, hey, you know D meets gta oh, man oh, man you
2: know i don't know
1: if you've seen our pulp fiction cover for this issue but, i dude it's um, dope yeah. last it's issue great. we did the grand theft auto cover i was, it was say, like i saw, as I saw fuck one too. That, like had the had the gta style
2: uh i you know first pa- the cover is looking fucking so good Speaking yeah, of
0: covers, I out. also love uh, Elf with No Name. Like, that cover is dope as fuck, too. Um, but I love homage covers. And so, like, if and when I get around to issue two, I already have, like, I want to do the Doom
1: cover. Like, nice. the original yeah, Doom. Yeah, like, cover it up.
0: But it's, you know, it's a fucking polar bear with a bunch of, like, you know, everybody coming up to him. <laughs> like, that's all, dude. Like, I'm, like, I'm, and then, I, you know, so I love homage covers. And they're, like, they're kind of, like, the thing with Kickstarter, and as I'm sure I'm sure you've learned, if if you need to have uh, women with big titties <laughs> as covers.
1: Yeah, so. That's worked out right now. It's working out pretty well. The right. funny thing about it is, too, like the one I have right now, like I didn't ask Flops to make her naked on the cover. You know, I just wanted her to look like uh, the Pulp Fiction cover with the yeah, dress like, on. Like, but yeah. what he sent it, it was the way it is now, you know, where she doesn't have any clothes. on. I'm like, well, that works. <laughs> that works. I know on Kickstarter it'll be a hit. Like, yeah. I mean, Isn't it, it crazy?
0: Because everyone was like, sort of, not everyone, but my my local comic store was like, because like we were like creeping, like slowly creeping up on those numbers, and he's like, you know, put it over the line. You just need some, you just need to put a polar bear with big giant tits on there, and it'll just <laughs> like
2: I told him
1: several times, dude. You know, I was it's like, like the, the furry, furry community, community will blow we'll take. Up, dude. I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> See, and like, um, so the minotaur in our story is kind of based on that kind of aspect but without the obviously the, the sex appeal but like yeah i was like you know i think fur, furries would be into seeing like a minotaur with a big ass machine gun and shit, killing people so I was <laughs> are like, you still in my cool. gimmick yeah exactly you know <laughs> what I mean? So kidding. that worked out well but uh yeah so i think that's kind of the thing too is like i'm always thinking of like what will appeal what will stand out what will people remember um but yeah the homage covers you know, I've always wanted to do like the very first um, variant cover we did was supposed to be an homage to like Taxi Driver and uh, The Professional. OK, and it's cool, but I don't think people really got it because it wasn't like on the nose. So then Matt, who did that one, did the GTA one. And that was that one. like I was just like, holy
0: yeah. shit, it's dope as
1: hell. <laughs> yeah, that one, he nailed it yeah and that was like with you know pretty little direction too like i was just like you know make it like red theft auto you know and he did the four and he did everything else in the top left corner i guess they always have a helicopter so he had a helicopter and i was like well there's no helicopter magic powder so put the drill in there for me it's like something that spins you know, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah 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 matt harding nailed that shit and then um this flops one i always knew i wanted this guy flops to do one because he's pretty like um i'd say prolific on kickstarter anyway like people know What he's about and so um yeah man i i would try to track him down it took a while and then he sent me that first preview and i was like damn this is gonna be a banger and the funny thing is too like um i uh back tights comics which is um this guy chris he does a comic called tights and they and they took the artist that does um every magic powder cover and that elf with no name cover you just mentioned samuel woundsy um he did a pulp fiction variant for that comic like two months ago, so like they took the artist I usually use and did the Pulp Fiction variant, not knowing that I was gonna do this. You know, what sure. I, mean? so I was like, "Damn, man, that fucking kind of sucks." But the way it turned out, I ain't too worried about it. Like I, people have really loved this new one, so it, it worked out for me, and hopefully, it worked out for Chris too and stuff. Have you have
0: all of your? I mean, have all of your projects funded?
1: Yes, I mean, not if you count that one. Me and Chris did uh, in 2013. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you <laughs> but, uh, personally, you personally. But yeah, so far I don't want to jinx it or anything. But yeah, we're 100. percent. Like I, I posted it one time on because I have like a sports Twitter that I was trying to like you know build up before Twitter you know basically d- murdered itself. Um, well, it, and, it didn't it, murder it, itself. The person, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he murdered. But, uh, hopefully, you know, someday they somehow reverse it all. Like a genie happens or something. But um, that'd be dope. Yeah. So anyway, I, <laughs> I posted like after diverse. the last one. I was like, I was like, you know, we're undefeated in Kickstarters, like Eli and Super Bowls. You know what I mean? It's not. It's going pretty good. <laughs> Did so you, we keep it that way. W-
0: was it always like with magic powder? Was it all, was the intent always to be a comic?
1: Yeah, totally. Like, I don't know if it'll work as anything else. Like I'd be down if somebody wants to try, like um, we're going to do. um, Cause like I said, Chris and retro village and everything. So we're working on a game right now just so we can um get it on steam and prove we can finish a game. we worked on a few games, actually, since COVID. um, But this is one we're going to finish, which is going to be a zombie game, of course. And then uh, then, uh, we're going to try and do a magic powder video game, which will be like a prequel to the comics. So that'll be cool. Because I don't want to do... So, like, have you
2: ever seen... No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, Like, have you ever seen... uh, Alex played a game, like, a hot minute ago uh cock cop is what we call it but it was like the the chicken cop where he's you know going around. it's very uh what the fuck was it? Hotline miami no no no, cop, no 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 it's it's oh, no, this was got, cock cop is what we call it but right. it actually is it. a chicken it's not a guy in a yes. mask
1: no it's okay.
0: a rooster detective chicken chicken okay. de- chicken police that's it chicken chicken police. Chicken. i got to look yeah. this up but it's
2: like it's uh, like a
0: noir like detective noir. uh you know who done it sort of thing and everybody so, it out so like it's it's fucking wild like you play as, it sounds wild yeah. you play as a chicken who's a, like a detective but like everybody is on animal bo- on like human bodies but like you have like a cat head or like a gazelle head like okay, the, yeah. the like the burlesque dancers are gazelles like it's fucking weird as shit <laughs> it's a, and it's
2: a whodunit style so I think yeah. I mean it's just the new Warsaw I was looking at like you know magic powder and whatnot and I, think, I think it could fit you know Cause it's like uh it's one of those where Uh, very much so like it's a you're clicking around the screen there's not too it's not too intensive as far as like coding and stuff like that i think it'd be solid but uh, well uh, the big thing with that one was that everyone had dialogue all characters had dialogue stuff um
0: but funny story so polar destroyer's original pitch was did you ever play shank or shank 2
1: yeah the first one i played a little bit so
0: my the original pitch was for polar destroyer to be in the same art style as that and basically kind of a 2d beat-em-up side scroller but like with a little more depth instead of just like you know go in level kill level kill yeah exactly even it could i mean it could have worked that way but like you you wanted a little bit you know and then so there was this like man like 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 learning how to code learning how to like just do game development in general and like i i i had tried you know downloaded (laughs) some like some software just sort of like teach myself and it's just like fucking intense man i just don't i don't work that way it's not how like my brain operates um, and so I sort of like always kept like chipping away at it, you know, which my next question was, did you, when you, when you did magic powder, did you write all of it out first or did you sort of focus on like, uh, here's the highlights for everything. And then like, once you realize, okay, issue one's got to be the first thing. So like, we're going to focus on that, finish that script, send that in, because the reason I ask is because I'm curious of like your approach and versus how i am approaching mine so
1: yeah with um no i get what you're saying uh like for the most part the first thing i did was basically come up with like the rules almost like you know what i mean with the world building aspects and then from there yeah like you know i don't know when i came up with the idea for the name dwarf father or any of that stuff but like thank god i did or like even the whole thing with like the rest in peace page there's certain things i'm glad i did come up with it I don't even remember the exact moment because it was all happening so fast. But um, as far as the issues go, like yeah, I don't send an artist or like I don't even write the actual script until, like the artist is done with the issue before it. But as far as like planning it out and stuff like that, like yeah, I have it all pretty much. Like I do treatments, kind of like I do with a screenplay. So anytime before I ever wrote a screenplay, like I would just you know first you outline it, then you just write paragraphs, rough draft, and all that stuff. Mean? So and then you put in the rest. But with like, yeah, mine.
0: So, the original like grand scope was to have three arcs right or three and in this Mm -hmm. sense three volumes so you know one two and three or epics or whatever you want to call them and then Mm -hmm. once i started getting real serious i was like i had ideas of like okay here's what you know here's how like the beginning of uh arc two is going to start like literally spoiler alerts for like something that may never happen it was very inspired by you know Um, Jon Snow and the Wildlings climbing the wall because these take place in the North and South Pole. So like it literally opens up with them climbing a fucking wall, like in this in the South Pole, you know, in Antarctica. Um, but like I had all these ideas, and then once Hugo was like, Hey, he's like, here's what we need to do. So he's like, finish issue one, like get a full script, and then like give that to me, and then like we will we'll go from there. So then like, that's what we did. We got the first four pages done and all that. And then like, as we've gone on, because I've, I've had people ask me, okay, so like, is there an issue two, is there an issue three? And it's like, well, yes, like that, that is the plan as of right now. But like right now it's all about getting it done, getting it out the door, having a tangible thing to give, but also like I've started a rough outline of issue two, but it sounds like you're a lot like me because we've had to change and pivot some things, like as far as page layouts and like dialogue and the way that I mean it's essentially the same. It's just like in a it's just structured a bit differently. And it's like I don't want to. I want it to be established, right? Like it's canon. Issue one is canon, and then so then like with issue two, then that way I'm working off of something that is already established, rather than writing all these issues. And then having to change one thing in issue one that like fucking dominoes into issue five. I'm pretty sure that's not the way you're supposed to do it. But fuck it. Who gives a shit? Kickstarter is like the Wawa West, dude. There's no goddamn rules. We can do whatever the fuck we want.
1: True. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. And if people are supporting it, then you must be doing something right. So that's how you know. That's the judge anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, nah, totally. And like, I'm the same way. And like, I have a thing right here. Like, I have a, a cork board. So like anything that does become canon, boom, I'm just like pinning it on there. So like, yeah, it won't change again. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's what, once it's out there, it's out there. That's what it is. So then you got to work around what you already put out. Cause I don't want to be like, like you said, like retcon and things or whatever the fuck they call it. Cause like, yeah, I mean like, you know, I don't want to, like the whole idea is I've established this world and stuff. So like to break the rules or like to lose, you know track of what the fuck your story you're telling especially with mine too because like i'm a little bit ambitious with the whole thing it's like almost like a few stories going on at once you sure. know what i mean and expecting people to even be able to take that in and only 21 issue or page issues and stuff like that so like yeah if i lose track of that then i just look like an asshole wasting so, everyone's time you know so with uh, how many issues of uh, Magic Powder do you have out now? Four. Uh, four have been released four, okay. so far, and with five is almost done. And um, yeah, we're, that's the Kickstarter that's so, running right
2: now. Have you started getting feedback from anybody yet? It's been like that, like Ben, you know, like, well, uh, if you see here in issue two, like he does this, and like he outlined in issue one, he's not supposed to be able to do that. Like I don't. Know. <laughs> That's no, like, I, I feel like big, once you hit that point. Uh, it's like,
1: hell yeah, dude. Like, that's <laughs> people are getting into this. The biggest thing someone tried to correct or did correct or whatever is like, um, in the first issue, the Fez is spelled wrong on the back of the SWAT team, like the Knights' uh gear. So later on, I'm gonna put in a scene where they're like, you know, put on their gear or whatever and be like, man, can we at least get the shit spelled right on our own God, gear? Because, like, so good. That's that's the, I love yeah. the whole idea of um, the Knights in this world is that they're the most unserious cops. No one gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Like the, the dwarf father owns defunders. them. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like the mafia runs the town. So like these guys aren't even like taken seriously in any way, as you can see, like, so even their gear is spelled wrong, but that wasn't on purpose. That's just cause, uh, you know, I didn't notice it when, you know, um, Danielle was doing the art and I never noticed it. No one else ever noticed it. it either. It was guy a guy doing a review. Into it. Yeah. No, yeah, it exactly. Like, so I'm just going to work it, it, it into the story, you know, I but, uh... Uh,
0: dude, I love that, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of like, it's not, not a, not a fear, but it is something that's in the back of your head. It's like, you have this thing, right. And like, you're so close to it, right. Like my, my biggest thing is I don't, I'm going to like, I have to. I'm giving it to somebody else, a uh, editor, once it's all done. To be like, you know, we're not rearranging panels. It's more of like make sure that everything is like spelled right. No make sure real. that you know all that. Grammar. And it's like, yeah, especially because like I'm not a dumbass. Like I know how to you know write. Like I loved writing. Like English writing, all that shit was like my favorite stuff in school. And even Jacob will tell you, like I'm very articulate. Like I, I, I'm constantly correcting him on his poor English. And so, like,
2: yeah, that, I mean that's I, true. That is, true. I don't want to come across
0: that. as like this, like fucking jabron that like doesn't know what he's doing, but it's also like, you're so close to it and you've, you've written it and you've, you've, you've adjusted and you've written and you've adjusted. And then like, you know what you're saying, but sometimes your fingers move too fast. Sometimes your hands move too fast. you're want your keyboard keyboards, like, whatever. And so like, you miss, you fuck up and you, you know, whatever. And so like, you don't actually see it. And so like, you know, it's just like, Ooh, that's the that's, big
1: thing is, um, I did have, uh, not so much like misspellings or anything like that, although I guess there was a couple of times in the thes report I had to go in and be like, tell Raven, like, uh, I should have put a comma here, so put a comma here. Like, so there have been like a different, a couple of times, like when I re-released the digital versions or something where there are probably grammar fixes and stuff. But And then even like a comma in the first issue, stuff like that, just little things um So, yeah, that happens. Uh, no one really gives a shit. I don't think, like, once in a while you get a complaint or whatever, but I think people really understand. But, like, you said, it's good to have an editor. Like, I've had people offer to do my editing for me. So, I might do it for the next issue. But, like, you said, not so much for story because I don't really give a shit what anyone's opinion is on the story. Unless, you know, they're saying they like it. You know what I mean? I mean, because, yeah. like, it is what it is. Like, you I know, just, everybody has their own idea of how to tell a story. So I don't really, you know, it's like when we were talking about wrestling earlier, like everybody thinks they can book their own wrestling show and stuff like that. So it's like, go ahead, man, go make your own comic, but I'm going to do mine. So, yeah,
0: it's, yeah. it's so much fun. And like the creating part is just like, there's nothing, it's addictive as hell. Like it really is. And you just start like branching off in it. Like the hardest part is trying to, at least for me, was trying to narrow down like, okay. So like the, I introduced this one character that I like have, slowly like sounds weird sounds really like masturbatory but like that really like started like to fall in love with this character but like i know where he i know where it goes and what happens and it's just like man like if i do like you know do I want to do like a five or six page like
2: origin story of this guy? Like do I do, like you know. So it's like you <laughs> start taking a Tolkien route where it's like you start, <laughs> you, start you start describing some off character, be like, yeah, well, his hair is like seventeen inches long. Yeah, uh, he's actually from this this tribe out here, and like it just goes super into yeah. random. I mean, things. it's
0: his fucking wolf. His name is Timber, right? And he looks like goddamn solid snake from Metal Gear Solid. I'm and telling he's just you, man, you're gonna blow dude, up just the furry community. Just it's about <laughs> like and like yeah. the way Hugo, because like I had. I had commissioned art and stuff and done over the years that, like, I've just like character sketches for reference pieces. And then so we sort of like went back and forth. He's like, okay, he's like, what? Well, because I didn't have anything. Cause at that point, you know, I hadn't, I'd never gotten far enough to have anything done of this character. Uh, Cause he's like a tertiary character. He's kind of like a Boba Fett, right? Like, I feel like yeah, people course. are really going to like, mysterious. Well, I th- and I feel like people are just really going to like, like, this dude's awesome. Like, he's kind of he's a bad guy but like is he you know sort of thing um i lost my whole train oh but like so like we went back and forth on like what and then like what he gave me i was like dude this is fucking phenomenal like this is like the and like there's no other feeling and i'm sure you can attest to this like these things that you have in your head that you've written on a piece of paper and then to give it to somebody and then they and what they present you with it's just like bro
1: It's just crazy, man. Especially, like, you know, because there's sometimes you... Like, I've only worked with, like, however many artists now, like, six or so. And, like, they've all pretty much nailed it where I'm like, holy shit, you know. But obviously, there's different levels to it, I guess. But, like, man, like, the actual interior art, though, like... It's crazy how lucky I've gotten, even just with Jeff too. Because like Danielle, man, I don't know. I, I feel like that was like straight up pulling it out of my mind, kind of shit. Like I can't yeah. even imagine. Like you know, because like that's like it was so good. It reminded me like, oh, this could maybe be a cartoon or something. Like I never really thought about it, but then when I seen his art being that good, I was like, man. I mean, hell, yeah, like
2: you look at Adult Swim and all the stuff they're churning out recently. Like yeah, I mean, like I could definitely see it being on. Like because I was looking at the art style or the art up for it earlier, and like it looks phenomenal. It's really good. I love it. Like,
1: yeah, thanks I could yeah. definitely
2: see it be like a being like yeah, an Adult Swim cartoon come on you know nine ten o'clock you know you're munching on some snacks and yeah fuck yeah man i miss miss childhood dude
1: yeah i mean with venture brothers (laughs) and you know uh aqua teen everything like i love me some uh, adult swim samurai jack and now they got primal whatever but even now on netflix they got the whole castle said primal so
0: someone had asked me like if it was ever if like it ever got to the point to where someone turned i was like well it would have to be in the same tone as primal like
1: yeah that's what it sounds like to me like when yeah. you describe it like hey, yeah it's that I'm, like I, yeah just, <laughs> that's what i get from it
0: terminator and rambo
1: like but whack like, with a polar bear and it's just like that's what you need um that too are... i could see totally like he was saying adult swim wise like because you said it fits primal already and then also the, like you said the whole furry community and man when you go on like blue sky now i don't know if you guys are on there yet, i am but, oh god uh, yeah. they blown up there's the furry oh, community man. like art, blue sky art is everywhere and it's not there's a or whatever but like you see like Oh, yeah man it, it's out it there. That's of, how you like, know you've made to... it bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened?
2: What happened? Yeah, was social.
1: <laughs> <character>? <laughs> what they got? they spammed
2: Truth Social with just Sonic porn. <laughs> That's fucking Sonic hilarious. Sonic the Hedgehog porn. They just like they spam the hell out of it with it. I love it. I love it. every like, second. I'm here for all of it.
0: What are um this is a two-pronged question. So I was you have quite you have a pretty substantial following on Twitter. I've been on Twitter since 2009 and like I I've never been able to at, at a certain point, I started to curate it more to towards like, okay, I'm only going to follow the people that I, that I care about their opinions. I'm only going to follow because I use it as a news source, right? For a long time, rather than like a like a Facebook where like you have all these mutuals and stuff. Yeah. But I real and like I had sort of, I'm sort of getting to the part of my life where I'm starting to outgrow the need of like constantly post. Like I don't post that much anyways, but like I've, I've hit this weird. It, it doesn't help that like Twitter is dead. Right. And it's not what it used to be, but like I had like subconsciously been like, I'm going to like post less. I'm going to use it less. And then like I launched a Kickstarter and realized that like, fuck man, there's like, you can yell out into the ether of all these places, but the most traction it seems so far that you get is fucking just through Twitter. And it's like, even then though, like I couldn't, like I, I penetrated a little bit of people and getting it sounded real. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> <laughs>
2: penetrated like, a few people. Fine, yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah like, just a few. You know.
0: But like, as far as like, oh, this looks cool, and then like you you do get someone like random person who actually does back it, and that's awesome. That's a great feeling. Um, and I was telling, shout out to the episode that is last week when this comes out, Cliffy B. Like he unknowingly. Or he like he didn't remember backing so the funny, project. Yeah. It was so funny. He was like, "Well, I don't remember it." But he's like, "I would." He's like, "I wouldn't have backed it if I didn't think it was awesome." And he did. But like his retweet pretty much put it over the edge as far as like the goal, right? Yeah, and it's that's just like, awesome. So like you need that, but also you have you have a pretty pretty substantial amount of people who are constantly retweeting you and retweeting it for you, and it's like I I've got a very small group. I'm I'm a very like. I'll talk to anybody, but my group of friends is very small. Like people that I like absolutely trust, and like you know, this fucker over here is not on social media. So what the fuck's he gonna do
1: for me?
2: <laughs> I'm on the ones that matter. Okay, and, and, that's uh, like
1: Danielle, it. like with the, my artist for magic powder. That fool don't really use any social media. He don't do no podcast. You know, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'll do all the promotions and he can just uh, make all the dope art. So it's not a big deal. I, uh, I joked when I, when, <laughs> I, when, I, when I launched the Kickstarter, and I got to towards the end of, it, I joked that
0: it was just this long term plan for me. To start this podcast to meet all these people and network with all these people in order for me to do this Kickstarter it's not true because i had never i didn't really have ambitions to do the Kickstarter when we started it but (laughs) um like what's the secret man like you've got to have some sort of secret because you've got the followers and you've got obviously you have the built-in like you've done this before you have the people who come back you people who are supporting you the people that are interested in the story but like my my next hurdle right? Is that when I do issue two, I saw it was like something like 40, you have to bank on 40% leaving after your first issue. So you have to gather that 40% back. And I know that that's probably true. Cause I had a bunch of people who like, I didn't call in favors, but people who were like, Hey man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw you 50 bones, uh, just, just out of, to help you. I don't really want to, I don't want it. You're, you're, you know, you're trying to pursue this thing. It's, you know." admirable that you're doing it but like i can't bank on those people to come back so like what's your secret because i know you got one
1: yeah because like (laughs) like you said that is kind of a two-parter because um like you said that first issue i think you know at first i'll put it this way i've been on twitter since what 2000 right after eli won that first super bowl that's when i started my twitter so i remember (laughs) to get on uh, talk shit yeah, kind of. But it was more like um, 2008 would have been then. Right. Yeah. You know, like right out. Yeah. Or like so early 2008, because um, like I was telling my sister, like I kind of wanted to do a, like a blog or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you think it would be? You know, and she's told me about Twitter. And I was like, OK. And so I got into Twitter kind of around that time. And that was my first uh, account. I don't even have that account no more. It was just my initials JPLS, which you know has on here. Um, but they don't. Something happened where I lost the account because I tried to like switch that name to another account, and then they're like, "You can't have four letter names." So I guess you used to be able to have four letter. It was a whole thing. So I lost <laughs> that account. Whatever. Then I I did this thing called toy spotting. Um, on another account, which uh. It was basically like you know, is like a a joke off a of train spotting, like addicted to heroin, addicted to toys, whatever. So Let's I got go. people to yeah, and it was <laughs> it was dope. It like you know, I do videos, unboxing, whatever. Mostly like wrestling toys, some other stuff, okay. and then I would tell people to use the hashtag when they got toys and stuff like that, and that kind of blew up. And so that Twitter account is basically, I think that's the account I use now, but I just switched it to a personal account eventually. So around like 2015 or 16, I basically was just like over it. Like, I don't want to keep fucking, first of all, like the whole capitalist aspect of it. Second of all, like I hate fucking Vince McMahon. So I don't want to be doing WWE toys all the time and all this other shit. Even though I do like a lot of the wrestlers and stuff like that, it's just like, man, this is not what I want to be doing with my time. And this was me still coming out of the whole seizures thing. So it was like around that time. And, um, yeah, so I just you know I stopped doing that. Um, I really wasn't using Twitter that much, like you said, like you know, here and there, whatever. Uh, COVID, all that should happen. I was probably using Twitter a little more, you know, but not what really. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like at this point, I probably had around 4000 something followers, just because of toy spot and being dope, you know. And um, the thing it's, was,
2: it's always so crazy to me, like, like I mean, not not to say like four thousand, five thousand followers isn't a big number, but then it's like. Right. Oh, those people five hundred thousand. five hundred. Yeah, yeah, like in the grand scheme of things. But I mean, still, like to us, you know, five thousand people—that's a—that's a hell of a lot of people. You know, like so. Yeah,
1: it, especially when you have something that they want at least. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. a lot of people follow five thousand people, and then those people follow them back. And when you're following five thousand people, you're not following nobody. Like, you—how you, much shit is going on on your timeline? You know what I mean? Dude, like, you I could, remember
2: that. Yeah, getting into the podcast scene when we first started—that was like, you had because I we got started twenty nineteen and uh like around the same time that we got started like there was like you know group after I just want to point out
0: out. hold on I'm gonna pat ourselves on the back this will be episode 228 so for 228 straight weeks we put out an episode no breaks never missed a week
2: yeah and it's like and I just remember like group after group pop it up and it was always like you know you retweet my shit I retweet yours you know we get all give us us a review we'll give you a review and it's like I understand that aspect where you know you need to get started you know you need to have those that that kind of like that
0: push that doesn't right do button. anything
2: yeah after a I while know, people like know. like you were saying like you know people get tired of it and they're like i don't want to continuously retweet like especially because I mean, like podcasting is one of the only things that i do like as far as creating content and it's like Please. i think people twitch every now and then but people get started in podcasting for like the wrong reasons or think like have you know these like we've talked about it ad nauseum on the podcast before but it's like they have these like images of them being like you know top 20 illusions, of, of, grandeur. illusions of grandeur illusions yeah same
1: thing do. same thing with uh twitch like you said it's the same thing yeah or even that's, this it, comic book I, shit absolutely. honestly same yeah. thing with all of it anything you make for people other than yourself yeah. like you're selling you know what i mean it's that's that's what it is a little bit it's got to at least be a little bit there yeah
2: <laughs> I mean, like that's the thing too it's like yeah at some point like you have to have that kind of narcissism where it's like no my shit's gonna succeed because like if you were just tossing up content right and you're just like eh you know, like we do the <laughs> podcast, like maybe that's why we haven't gotten big because like we just toss it up. But I think we yeah, I, I but think I think a think, good job like I don't know, we, have,
0: we have a I mean, we have a a, a nice laissez faire sort of like uh, like attitude towards it. It's like we don't do it other than like we genuinely enjoy it. Right. Like we've just done it's become so routine at this point. You know, we do this on Wednesday nights uh, and we record for an hour, hour and a half and then like after episode 200. So like. We sort of rotated and switched it up a little bit because like, fuck, we've been in for 200 episodes. We've run out of shit to talk about with each other. I mean, well, I talk to him every single day, um, <laughs> even off the podcast. So it's like you run out of stuff to talk about, even though there's always something going on in the world. But like the entire thing is like we tried to avoid politics. We try to avoid like. The depressing, dark shit in life. We try to like keep it light. Try to keep it like just bullshit. You know, you know, whatever. Like
2: we're we're doing. That's how I am on Twitter too. Yeah.
1: Like first of all, you know, you don't want to bum people out, but also like nowadays with the policies of things, sometimes they'll just ban your account. Right. Yeah. Like I don't want to get. (laughs) that But then like
0: After episode two hundred, we sort of switched. and We're like, you know what? Let's just like get a a new person in here every week. Doesn't it it can be a friend. It could be a new person. And so like we've reached out and like, you know, we've had we've had some like notable people in here. We've had some like. You know, again, and it's like this is like a platform for I mean, not to say that you're not notable, but it's like, you know, this is a way for us to also meet people It's <laughs> exactly. a way to network. I mean, he knows what I'm saying. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if I would put him on the same vein as like, you know, Jim McKay and Cl- Cliffy B, but like he's more successful than I am as far he's as in
1: my in my heart. He is. You're right. <laughs> you know there, what I'm saying? Right. right like he man, knows. I'll tell you what, man, like Cliffy B like is, you know, I think of him. I think of Gears of War. I still think that's like one of the coolest things that ever happened. So like to be on a podcast that he was on a week before is pretty crazy. Like dude. Well, that dude, shit happened when I was chainsawing <laughs> yeah. motherfuckers. I didn't realize that was gonna happen, you know, ten years later. Dude. Or what, you know, so let me just tell you. I guess something. it was fifteen years later, really. But yeah. Yeah,
0: it's uh like, yeah, like this week is like the anniversary of one and two, which is uh, so the fucking timing. Or last week, I guess. I just re-downloaded
1: them on my Xbox 360 so I could play them again. Actually, so that's cool. I didn't even know that about the. Yeah,
0: um, but it's so weird because I'll just ask a motherfucker, like you, 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 hey, you want to? Because like you, as you know, like social people like have this weird fear of rejection, and so like, what's what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Either a, they're not going to answer you. Or B,
1: they're gonna say no. <laughs> it's
2: like majority of the time they don't answer. You yeah, yeah. A lot of the time
1: is like that. Like <laughs> I've seen people be like, "Hey, Kevin Smith, you wanna be on my podcast?" And it's obviously like he don't even respond. But then sometimes you never know because like if you don't take a shot, he's never gonna say yes. It so. took me two DM two. I, I
0: added Cliffy at added him. It's a hard word to say. Added him. Yeah. Exactly. Added him twice. First time he ignored it, and the second time I was like, "Hey, bro," because like if you follow, if like you follow him literally someone every day is asking him if he's going to come back to the Gears of War franchise. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going to ask him like, bro, you want to come on here and talk about scrapper? I promise I won't bring up. Well, we talked about gears, but I was like, I promise you, I won't ask if you're coming back. And he was like, DM me. And then it was all set. And we
1: tried to, you know, we got it all together. But that was about Cliffy B. We're talking about you. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But still, like I said, that shit to me, like even that, like you said, I wouldn't ask him. Yeah. I'm just, it's just cool, man. Whatever. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm just excited that I have something that people like because that's the second part of the thing. So we were talking about. So the very first um, issue, same thing. I had a lot of friends on Facebook, stuff like that, backing family members, stuff like that. Um, like you said, I don't know how many motherfuckers didn't come back, but good amount. I don't know if it was 40%. the average is like forty percent more. is what they said. Yeah, it might have even been more than that. But um, so the first one we had like hundred forty something. The second Damn. one we had like two hundred something. Damn. So it the thing is, you find out if it's about people just wanting to support you, or if they want to support the idea. Because then, what what do we have? Two thirty something. Second or the third one was three forty seven fourth one was 340 right now we're almost at 200 with 20 something days to go. so like yeah we're probably gonna hit 300 something you know again that's like that's what i was telling talking to alex about like uh, like i think after that first issue once people start
2: seeing it like i mean both of you guys like you i mean i i'm you know of course i'm a little bit biased because you know alex is my friend whatever. But even without that biases it's like both like both magic powder and Polar destroyer had that art style it's like fucking sick like i can i can see those People looking at be like, oh shit, dude, like this, this, this fucks. Like, yeah. Cause what's crazy out, you
0: know? about Kickstarter, right. Is like a, you have titties, right. Those always fun. Big tittied mm-hmm. women or big tittied, whatever. They always fun and like good for them. Right. So like there's, yeah. there's a stigma that kind of goes with launching a book on Kickstarter. The second group is actual established artists, you know, um, people who have written, uh, for DC, for image, uh, Marvel that have this following and they use it as a way and like I kind of flip flop on it. I'm like, I dude, like you could just do it yourself. But then it's like the flip side is like, well, if people are willing to give you money for it, why wouldn't you go that route? Right. Um, And so like Sean, Sean Murphy, I don't know if you know him, he did Curse of the White Knight. Like, so he's he ran a Kickstarter. Dude, did you see how much he got? It's like no. five hundred thousand like or something. Shit like oh, yeah. They killed <laughs> these guys. But it was bro, but, yeah. it, but he bought the rights to Zorro. So like he's okay like, that
1: one that's the Zoro one okay but yeah, yeah so I did see it so yeah,
0: it's, like, it looks it looks dope as fuck man nah, but be like badass, yeah yeah it's gonna be cool as fuck so then it's like well if, you know why wouldn't he go that route but then the third route and this is no disrespect because like listen man like you got to do what you got to do to get your fucking idea out there and even if you make a Kickstarter and it fails you've done more than fucking ninety seven percent of the people who like will talk shit and say hey we could do yeah. that well then fucking hey, do
1: it but yeah, the, all of those
0: art styles are very similar, right? And so yours stands out. I would, I would go as far as to say as mine as well stands out. Like they look yeah. like books that you would find on the shelves. Right. And that's sort of, I feel like as great as that is, at least in my case, I mean, it's a little different with you because you've got, you've got that established name and you've done it before. And I'm I'm hoping that two is easier for me. I'm hoping that I am able to pull in. Sh- I think my final number was 110, something like that. Yeah. um but like what was the biggest lesson you learned from jumping from okay that first kickstarter where you're fucking out in the middle of the ocean with with no life preserver like you're just floating out there to two like what was uh, the main the main the biggest difference for you
1: the biggest thing obviously uh to me well I, my dumb ass mistake launched it without hitting the pre-launch button shit so i, I like because i thought that if i hit this button it'll set me to setting up a pre-launch so i hit the button and it just launched me so um
2: <laughs> it's just like well so the first thing
1: it. i learned was how the fuck to pre-launch for the second <laughs> one so that didn't happen i even like when they asked me like at the end like what could be a better thing i'm like you can make it a little bit more simple to figure out how the fucking pre-launch without launching on mistake <laughs> and i don't know if they did or not or my ass just figured it out whatever but uh yeah, that was a big lesson I learned. Um, so yeah, always pre-launch, pre-launch for at least a couple of weeks to a month. Don't over pre-launch because you you know you don't want the people who you know got in at the early part of the pre-launch to even forget they were ready. You know what I mean? Like right. you gotta have that sweet spot. Three weeks, four weeks depends on like how big mine was two. Yeah, two weeks is fine. That's what I did for like Alpha No Name stuff like that. This uh magic powder I did for, cause I'm a little more afraid of social media being dead now. So, like, you know, that kind of thing. You also learn at the end of the surveys, always ask for their email address for a newsletter. Like, ask for their... If they want to sign up for your newsletter or whatever. Just so in case this shit all does break down, you have that. Yeah. Um, Okay. Sounds like mailing lists. Yeah, mailing mailing lists is huge. Yeah, Yeah. mailing lists... Especially, like I said, now with this whole fucking, it's not even called Twitter's X or whatever. Like, motherfucker, I will man. never so call annoying. it X. <laughs> I'll never <laughs> nah, give him the it's respect. so goddamn annoying. Even now, like, I'll see it. Like, I think I was watching the Nick game. They're like, find us on X or something. Like, one of the sports I was watching, they said X. And I was like. My
0: oh. app on my phone still says Twitter
2: because I refuse to update it.
1: Yeah, even now, like when you go on it like you go to twitter.com and it pushes you to some other thing like it's, it's, I it's, can't
2: even watch fucking videos or anything. From Twitter. Alex is always sending me stuff from Twitter and like or we have a group Oh, chat you got to have an account friends. or something. You now? have
1: to have like a Twitter
2: account and I'm just like no nah, dude, no nah, I'm not. I, I'm sorry you broke your app. And like, <laughs> like I'm I am i have
0: tried to pivot some of the energy cuz like for a long for a while I mean basically on our on our podcast Twitter Mm-hmm. I it's just like I, I post an episode and I don't it's it like I fucking never check it unless I'm having a guest on and like that we do it that way like I've had I'll, I'll have to communicate sometimes via that rather than my personal Um but like I've tried to use some of that energy and put it towards like Instagram and it's like fuck like it's so hard dude Instagram so even so harder. different yeah dude, it's, it's like just, the algorithm is trash and like I think blue sky can work it's just it needs it needs more you need to yeah. be able to d de- <laughs> you need to be able to dm you need to be able to like have conversations with people
1: you need to be able to post gifts. You need to be able to pl- press a hashtag. You need all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you like, need. Yeah, they'll figure it out. But like, yeah, it's a long ways. It's like the beginning of Twitter in a lot of ways, but not even as good as that, honestly. Yeah,
0: it's I, it's primitive Twitter is, is, is yeah. essentially, and it's like you get you have like the one eighty character, and like I I appreciate the idea, but it's like come on, let's let's get going, bro. Like we need something a little bit quicker, you know? Like we need
1: updates. Like let's go and like sending out invite codes. and It's like oh, it's fucking lame, sure. dude. Like- <laughs> I even started a goddamn fucking Discord now, so we got like 50 people in the discord which is cool hopefully we'll keep growing that even this uh, Kickstarter campaign there's like if you back a certain tiers you get like a discord title so then if they're not in my discord yet and they have a discord i'll get their account name now and stuff like that so add, it's like another mailing list essentially yeah like we, we anything have anything i can do to compile people you know yeah like, we
0: have a discord too so like what you're saying is there's no there's no there's no magic there's no salt.
1: secret answer i'll tell you like the magic is first of all have a good name that people hear and they're already like oh i know what the fuck that's about just from hearing the name like oh it's some drug dealer shit magic powder hello. and then um <laughs> the Elf with no name is a little more obscure but if you've ever watched the fucking west you know the man with no name so that's not really anything plus it's a spin-off so i'm not expecting it to do as well but it can right. piggyback but um so yeah have a good name have good art have a good story like you know that kind of thing because like yeah i mean and the, the good thing about magic powder is i have like a lot of plans for it so it'll keep going so hopefully it'll build the name recognition like you're saying stuff like that but yeah i mean like yeah don't don't just like uh sit on your laurels either or rest on your laurels whatever they call it um but like yeah because like. You're gonna have like when I first started this, I didn't have a blue sky, I didn't have a Discord, I didn't do Twitch. I've even done Twitch streams like trying to get that shit don't do nothing for you, by the way. Like you're not gonna find new readers on Twitch really. Because nope. like uh, most of the people that come Unless to my streams Yeah, exactly. Because most of the people that come to my Twitch streams are already people who read my shit. So it's like, what good is that? So maybe once a, a week you'll get a new person, they'll stop by, but they're not there for comics anyway, so they leave. It's um so whatever. So that's not really been working out, but I would say Discord. I didn't have a newsletter when I started, I have that now um stuff like that. So yeah, just anything you can. I got to start going to motherfucking conventions and getting emails that way, you know, like hey, I'll give you a sticker for an email. That's what I need to start doing. Going to comic book stores and stuff.
0: So I was yeah, those guys. So I've I even while like Interiors were being done, I hit a couple like local cons and started like networking with people and i've had people on the show that i've met at cons and people that like artists i'm like hey man like i want i want to work with you i want to you know next time next issue i want to do this want do that and like getting your name out there that way it's, it's it's fun and it's fun to go to a con with an agenda like it's fine to go and yeah, like, have to, a like, reason Peru. to be there.
1: Yeah. Cause like
0: when I went, I was, I was there for, and like literally the first person I met was this guy named Deegan. And I was like, bro, like when we hit it off just like that. And I was like, I, like I'm, I've already accomplished. I've been here 30 minutes, not even 30 minutes. And I'm, you know, um, and then like, I'll, do you have like a local store? Because like, I've got a local store who wants to like help me sort of, Hey, like maybe we can do like, a uh, not an, not an opening, but like, uh, Hey, launch it. Like we'll have 50 bucks here and have, you know, try to get people to come in, and try to do like a little event that way. It's out of because like by all accounts, where we live, like I'm the only person. I mean, you're in a, a much bigger metropolis uh than than I am. But like, I mean, there's probably people have done it, but like I don't know. It's it's a weird sort of like I don't know, like people seem to like local things. So like if you can oh, hey, look, this guy's local. He's from here. You know, he lives here. And it's like, so like, we're trying to do that. Um, I don't know. It's weird. It's just like, I I, I can't. My, my biggest thing is like, I don't know. I'm not great at self-promotion. It's like, you either want to fucking do it. You want to back it or you don't, right? Like, I'm not going to, I worked in retail long enough to know, like, I'm not a salesman. I'm not a car salesman. There's a reason I never sold cars. So it's like, either my idea like, does this sound fucking rad that, you know, hey, it's about a polar bear who's like kind of like Terminator Rambo and he fucking goes on this killing spree. Like, it's, you know, do you like 80s action movies? Like, you know, it's just like if none of those click. Let me dub have an Arnold like voice. This, <laughs> if none like of those that. click. <laughs> yeah like a, a check a box for you, then like, I'm not going to waste my time trying to convince you to back it. Right. Thank you. Like I straight up told, dude, no joke. I straight up had somebody I've jumped in. Cause uh, I also don't like jumping in conversations that like, don't really pertain to me. Yeah, I try not to do that.
1: Yeah. But like, <laughs> but
0: to be honest with you, like that was the only, cause I don't have I, my following on Twitter is like nothing. So, I mean, I have like 400 maybe and that's, and I've been using Twitter since like 2009 or whatever it was. But but it also came down to that same thing too, where like I'm not interested in just following people just to get a follow back, you know what I mean? Um, And I had somebody tell me, someone was like, "Hey, if you got something, promote it." And I was like, "Fucking whatever, I'll jump into this." And it was a picture of my uh, my alt alternate cover. Right. And what was it, Jacob? They were like, "This looks like this is cool and all, but like I'm a diehard yeah, vegan dude, and I'm not into favorite. like I'm not oh, into like super uh, into
2: pita and whatnot, and like and I'm so not good. into
0: animal cruelty." So I will not be back in it. And it's like everyone was like, oh, like I'm, I'm like, I appreciate the honesty because like, I don't have to fucking waste my time <laughs> with you. But also like to point out that it's a comic book.
2: <laughs> I
0: think it's not a
1: real polar bear in the drawing of this picture.
0: It's a real polar
1: bear with a machine gun, man um so yeah, you're the not point. into like animal cruelty said so, like what about other animals hurting like do they just act like that doesn't happen all day everywhere in the whole world like the animals They're aren't eating each any other and shit yeah. like it's just no we don't support it exactly but it, happens. it was a it. bizarre <laughs> comment that it happens but okay. i loved it i loved it
2: I specifically no, don't funny. watch the Animal Channel because, like, I'm tired of seeing <laughs> other animals hurt other animals. Animal Planet is propaganda. Sick of this For food
1: energy. chain shit. Yeah. yeah. Dude,
2: animal Planet is that even around anymore?
1: Yeah. yeah. Dude, is there um crazy. was it's there anything that infomercials now? But probably is there
0: anything that you've not that you wanted to do on a Kickstarter that you didn't get to do? Like any sort uh, of like reward tiers that like didn't pan out?
1: Yeah, like, like I said, the whole coloring book thing came from like it was going to be a stretch goal and we didn't reach it. So then I just did a Kickstarter for the coloring books. That was fun. Um, In the long run, you know, we sold a bunch of them, but it wasn't like something I'll probably do again. Maybe. We'll see. Um, But, yeah, overall, not really. Like, there's nothing like, you know, just funding is enough for me. And, like, then if we had stretch goals, you know, usually I just stickers and, like, bookmarks. Um, I don't really have a bunch of great stretch goal ideas usually. Like, I know some people do, like, giveaways and all kinds of crazy shit. But, I didn't even think of stretch goals on mine because I was so hyper-focused on just hitting my –
0: goal in general you know what i mean yeah just like my first one my together, stretch goals
1: yeah. my stretch goals were like if we hit you know double then everyone will get this next issue free if we hit triple you have the third issue for free that kind of yeah, thing dude. and we yeah. didn't even get close to any of that so it was fine it was a dumb <laughs> way like, to do it like yeah, yeah exactly like, yeah. it would have been a bad idea like yeah <laughs>
2: it been a lot of lost of money
1: <laughs> yeah i just totally had no idea what i was doing at the time but like yeah i guess you learn kind of quick anyway like just from experience and stuff but like even with twitter man like you Know that's the thing, like you said, like you know, you're not gonna bother these people and all this stuff and blah blah blah. But it's like and I don't think a lot of people are like timid about like, oh, maybe they'll only post once a day about their thing or blah blah. <laughs> like if I'm fucking live, man, that's all the fuck I'm talking about. Like, yeah, I'll cut in with like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm watching Seinfeld, blah blah, here's a joke, whatever. And then the next thing is like straight up a gif of Seinfeld joking about someone going to back my shit or something. Like, yeah, yeah you gotta <laughs> and like nowadays, like I feel like now with all this shit going on, the algorithm's so fucked that posting a gift actually a gift like ruins your like um momentum posting an ad, posting a hashtag like none of this so or even not posting links and stuff like this so there's like so then you got to post all the different ways just to see which one actually hit like I don't yeah, know. That I baby, that yeah that algorithm maybe that all seeing algorithm is like, a yeah yeah, yeah. And so little, another uh... thing I do is during campaigns like I'll type into the search bar especially this worked a lot better when we had tweet deck without paying for it or whatever but you just type in um I just backed or you type in Kickstarter And you just motherfucking follow all these people who back campaigns. Because if they got a Kickstarter account, that means they're into Kickstarter. So that means they're more likely to back. Because like the people we meet at a comic book convention and stuff like that, they're more likely to buy the book from us than they are to go to a Kickstarter. But the people who are already online going to Kickstarter, those are the people you want as customers for this so that's yeah, why I'm right. always hunting down Kickstarter. Like if I see someone post that they got a Kickstarter and it's like fifty retweets and stuff like that, I'm following at least ten of the motherfuckers that retweeted that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because gotcha. that means they'll probably retweet my shit. You know what I mean? And if they don't, yeah. I'll unfollow them. Like whatever. Peace. <laughs> but if yeah. you follow me, you're, you're now you're in, baby. Come on, let's go. Like you know how many? Like at least ten people randomly from my each campaign I'll get like that. Probably way crazier number than that. But I'm just mm-hmm. like because if you look at it, like every campaign I always post how many people just come from Twitter alone. And it's always, that's where my money's at. Right. So that, yeah. the fact that this moron has ruined it for us, it's still my best. Like right now, it says external and Twitter, like back to back right now. And external just means they came from my link somewhere else. So like it either came yeah. from that or like maybe my newsletter or something. But um, yeah. So I mean, like, yeah, I'm all about it. Like once, the, once the campaign starts, I'm just hustling. hustling. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. that too. Yeah, I wish. That'd be dope <laughs> actually. Yeah. Then just fund the next 10 campaigns off of that. But yeah, like... <laughs> It'd be nice. But yeah, so I mean, as far as it goes, like I'm mostly worried about losing traction, losing eyes and stuff like that. So I'm always trying to like bring in new people, stuff like that. Um, but like I said too, you know, if you post too much, people will mute you and they'll never see your shit again. Yeah. So you got to worry about that. Like there's so many stupid things you got to worry about. It's all um, it like that's That on, was the
0: most exhausting thing about running the campaign.
1: A big thing too is like, even when I'm not running campaigns, I'll retweet other people's campaigns and stuff. So like, you know, I always try to like keep people going and stuff like that. Cause you know, I don't I don't know if I consider myself a part of the industry or any kind of community or anything like that but like a lot of comic book people do read and buy my shit so I try to like put over their stuff or back their stuff if I have the money. Usually I just do digital copies cuz like I move all the fucking time but uh yeah um, (laughs) it's it's super annoying like right now like uh, a copy of this comic called hard justice by Wes gift uh is over at like one of like three houses ago i gotta go pick that up um (laughs) yeah it's just one of those yeah yeah, it's super annoying like being just kind of transient but um yeah uh, what was it
0: like the first time you held issue one of your first comic in your hand
1: it was like kind of like a pressure thing i feel like more than like a like a a joyous moment it was more like what is wrong with this like what did they fuck up on this really stuff like that yeah that's totally how i felt about it and actually what ended up happening was like they kind of sent me like kind of damaged like the way they cut it wasn't good and so i had them send me an entire new shipment i was like this is not good enough so i ended up getting like you know a bunch of free copies of the you know shittier version so i was giving those out who did it uh mixum print was who i used to go to that was the first issue but now i go through um what you want to call it? comics wellspring and i've never had a problem with them they're pretty comics creative. wellspring i'm having an
0: issue with mine so with them no yeah, see, no, uh, no 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 i will talk off okay, off cool. mic yeah, about yeah who you use because the
1: cool thing with comics wellspring is they will do minimum of 25 so say you have a variant that doesn't even sell that much you only got to print a few you know so stuff like yeah. that yeah um, i was
0: gonna do a local printer and um it's so fucking expensive, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I totally dude. believe that.
1: And that's the thing: people recommend that, or like, I'll even get hit up sometimes on the Kickstarter itself from printers and stuff. Come check out our deals. Come check out this. I'm like, listen, I don't even bother to answer, but I'm just I, like, yo, know, I know who I'm going. with. I'm whatever. a big
0: advocate of like trying to bring up others with you, right? So like, support totally. local. But like, man, when the when the when the price difference between like a, a, an online, I don't even say an online retail, but an online printer versus a local printer is like you know anywhere from two to three thousand dollars
1: yeah if that difference is <laughs> yeah, that that's yeah. like three printings almost like depending on how many you get a print like yeah. but yeah. it's
0: like this one that i'm currently talking to like uh their customer service is like fucking dog shit and that's even worse <laughs> yeah and so they so, they overcharge and they don't even help you they're, no they're not over it hasn't over overchar- i paid for a sample oh you okay and and basically, time and a half short story is they said I didn't pay but I fucking paid on Friday and it's already hit my bank account but I have no way to prove to them because in their messaging system you can't upload like a thing so oh, like my sorry. so they won't even start on my fucking sample and I've got like a month basically to find a printer at this point point. and it's like so I'm like in a rock and a hard place because I'm not paying again
2: No, not paying for a fucking
0: another sample I've already did it I mean the sample is only like three bucks but it was like $7 sh- shipping but like It's a whole thing, but I'm gonna. I'll check out comics while spring after this. But like, I forgot I was gonna say. Is there what? What's your dream IP? Like, I know, like you know, in our in in the way we do things, it's great to like create and do your own thing. But like, somebody walks up to you and is like, "Boom! Here's your like, what do you want to write? Six issue miniseries for a pre established IP. What's it gonna be?
1: Um, like, does it have to be a comic one, or could be any IP? Any IP. Because like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like most comics have been done. Um, So I don't know. Like, have you ever seen the show Carnival? Yep.
0: Well, I so saw that... some, of,
1: like, some of it. Yeah, it's only two seasons and they didn't really finish it. So it'd be kind of cool to like pick up where they left off. But even that, like, I don't really write that kind of style of show. Um, I don't know what really, because like I used to say, like Dick Tracy would be cool because it's kind of like a mafia thing, but they're already bringing that back um i don't know i used to have, like venture brothers now that that's over maybe like, I, I wouldn't mind writing fun, some like yeah. venture brothers spinoffs or something maybe not even like the main guys you know but just random shit like, there's <laughs> guess, so much like going random on character be so <laughs> yeah fun. like yeah i'll do a jefferson twilight fucking spinoff or something like i don't even <laughs> give a shit like but yeah like that would be cool um yeah so probably venture brothers would be the dream ip just because like i feel like what they did with that show is very similar to like you know, the, like, Clerks-type life and, like, you know what I mean? Making right. like, Desperate Mariachi or what we're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're very indie as far as it goes, like, and I just love that fucking show so much. I'm sad it's over, but... We um we all have a, a common love here
0: and with that being sports, and it always cracks me up <laughs> where, like, you know... I mean, you probably have some jerseys. I've got some jerseys. I think Jacob might have a fucking Bruins jersey. I don't know. He's a I got shit.
2: myself a Bruin jersey, Bruin hoodie, you know. Anyways, but, like if
0: you think about it fandom is weird and especially sports fandom cuz like you're essentially wearing another person's uniform right and it's so weird but then like the thought you know they was sitting on the toilet and i was like wouldn't it be weird <laughs> wouldn't it be weird if like you're at your job and people Put, threw on a fucking polo like you if you work at like, like your you know, polo <laughs> like, like yeah. your polo with your name yeah. tag you work yeah. at best by are fucking yo let's go dude. Yeah. like There's they ask for your honor is shit, they think you're a fucking psychopath right
1: yeah oh completely yeah they think you're a fucking psychopath especially like with charges. sports where a lot of the time the guy is older than the person whose shirt they're wearing yeah so you yeah. know what I mean it's like this 70 year old dude wearing like a 20 something year old dude shirt and they're acting like you know that's their idol like bro yeah, I, I, mean, I see a
2: lot of it like the minor league hockey games too like I oh think yeah they have a, like all our the locals sports. like Knoxville Ice Bears and it's like you got all kinds of like just older people there they're hammered they're wearing their they're wearing they're like not even not even professional hockey team jerseys they're wearing like that like the Knoxville Ice Bears, Ice Bears jerseys but like Somebody who played 20 years ago, yeah. It just be—it's. I like mean, so crazy. Well, I, mean, I understand that, to the be, respect I mean, and everything. To be yeah. fair,
0: you still see orange '98 jerseys, even though that was that was the last year they won the national championship here or you'll see Peyton Manning jerseys from when he was in college and it's just yeah. like oh god yeah, of course. dude and it's like i fucking hate Peyton Manning first of all um and <laughs>
1: yeah i mean you guys were in the same division right so that's oh, got that, that wasn't fucking, fun dude it was a, it was the it's worst. like being in a division with fucking Brady like that a- AFC East was terrible the entire time Brady was there he would just uh, dominate
0: it's like being it's in, like- in a division with Troy Aikman Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin
1: I mean, not really, because we won Super Bowls in that division. That's true. So I'm not really <laughs> worried about it. I mean, that's true. What? <laughs> you know, what Phil, Phil Simms, right? We had a guy named Lawrence Taylor. So yeah, oh, really I know who. Bad, I know, you
0: know all about so. LT. Fought Bam Bam Bigelow at WrestleMania. Yeah, damn right. From <laughs> New
1: Jersey, baby. Boom, gotta love it. But uh, not only that, um, we had a guy named Bill Belichick hanging out with Bill Parcells, so it wasn't really that bad, you know. But for, yeah, well, they got the
0: two, and you only got one.
1: No, we got two at LT. Did you? Yeah, we won 1986, the year I was born, and then we won 1990. Oh, yeah. I guess what? those bum-ass buffaloes. So yeah,
0: well, because the, then it was, what, Washington won it, the Giants yeah. won it, and Dallas won Cowboys it twice. Cowboys twice, yeah. It's funny because the Eagles didn't. That's a yeah. little shy. I got I got some good friends in Yeah, it, so. but then
1: they got one against Brady, which ruined the whole fun of that. Like, I well, I did not listen, want them to win that damn Super Bowl.
0: Listen, wow. we were it was supposed to be us, bitch. I'd much rather it
1: would have been you guys and then whoop Nick yeah. Foles' stupid ass. That would have been much a better situation for everybody. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: because the yeah. worst part is we so fucking funny. signed that piece of shit.
1: I forgot you guys gave him that contract. Yeah, that was not smart. We got, their was, head, we got 100. their own head coach though. Yeah. True that. So, it works out. Uh hey Tom Coughlin's like a special advisor for you guys right now, right? Like he works for the team, I think. So he's, I like he's
0: not I don't think he's part he's, of the organization. He's, 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 he's like not, 90s. He's like, not part of the organization anymore. He's he's got a uh he's got a a foundation that's in Jacksonville, but like he doesn't, he's he is he's not, not official or nothing. he is not connected to the. Listen, you don't I don't need a so
1: guy that old in the mix. Honestly, you all, but well, you also awesome. don't
0: need Urban Meyer either. And
1: no, oh God, definitely needs not. Urban Never, Meyer. definitely not. Like the only thing he was good at was like recruiting guys that aren't professionals like why would you bring this guy to coach grown men i never understood that fondling women in a bar either one of those oh my god yeah i'm sure he's yeah he got away with it so he (laughs) must be i mean he did get away for a while anyway but yeah that creepy motherfucker i never understood bringing him to professional sports but well when you're
0: desperate desperate times call for desperate measures i
1: suppose when you when all you ever do is lose what's more losing right (laughs) <laughs> yeah and that's how it goes eventually like you start going into a hill, like a slump because like when i was in new jersey the last time and we won was what 2012 2013 so the, you know giants have made the playoffs twice since then whatever but really it's been like 10 garbage years of football and just worse and worse like right now we're trying to get like the number one pick like that's not where you want to be like that's so bad
0: yeah yeah i'm still upset that your fucking head coach got coach of the year and even though he really didn't deserve it
1: but I mean, he might have deserved it last year. He definitely, he might um, not even have a job next year. So my
0: argument, a I'm a little bit biased, but my argument is Doug Peterson. A took, little
1: bit biased.
0: <laughs> Doug Peterson took a team who was two and six and they finished nine and eight, came back from 27 to zero in a playoff game. And the Giants oh. did what?
1: Giants were like four and whatever the fuck, did the same thing, but we won a playoff game.
0: Back to back number one picks we had, bud.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, well, that means you guys should be good. That's not a. That's not a fucking. <laughs> but we weren't. Like, what it's are you talking pro- about? That <laughs> <laughs> was the
0: problem. You know how many top ten picks we had in a decade, and I don't we're know.
1: not. I, all I know, I know is how many rings you guys got. And that's Zero. Never been, knows. bud. Never yeah. been. Bitch ass. Doug Peterson's got a ring with the Eagles. Ugh.
0: He's gonna get one this year. He's got
1: a statue with the Eagles. They gave that motherfucker. Isn't that a statue? crazy?
0: And then fucking fired his ass.
1: That's how desperate Philly is for something. Doug, like, dude, oh, we got one.
0: Doug Peterson wins one of the Jacksonville. He'll have a lifetime contract. He'll never get fired
1: if he even, I mean, that's I mean, the thing at least he gets some love like philly was ready to get rid of him like six months later and listen, then they not, did
0: not to go on a whole diatribe but he infuriates me sometimes with his fucking play calling i hate cute play all calling dude yeah, i hate it's like it's fourth and one fucking dive don't throw don't go out a shotgun and throw a pitch yeah,
1: shotgun on fourth and one is so annoying it's you like you have a like six a foot six face. quarterback Oh my god! It's a, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah, Reached yeah. over the line. It's god first damn, It's shit. It's a
0: shit. I mean, anyway. Yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Football, baby. Football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let's Touchdowns. talk about the NHL playoffs and how all our teams got knocked out in the first round last year. You know, let like, yeah. uh, Oh, my! My, I, my team
0: didn't get knocked out in the first round.
1: Why, Who's your like team?
0: It? My team didn't make it.
1: Oh, yeah, it's right, dude. That's, that's so funny.
2: Yeah.
0: My team hasn't won a playoff series since they won the cup when they that's fired the their fucking like, head coach that won the Stanley
2: Cup. Our season uh, last year, oh, the gosh. Boston Bruins' season last year, was just like the most. The, I mean, again, I should have, I should have heated Alex. I try, I try words. to, like to they tell they you, won. they, they win the President's Cup. Yeah, they win the President's best, Cup. They it's had the best left season, left. season <laughs> they've ever had that I've been. Best almost, season
1: anyone ever had. Really regular season. Best regular season outside of like the Montreal
0: Canadiens once.
1: In like the 30s. This year, I don't know, man.
2: They're on track to do the same thing this year, but it's like. I don't want them to. I'm like, going to make a, a hot statement, a bit, right? A you know? hot
0: statement. Hot take. Ready? Uh-uh. Vegas Golden Knights and the Boston Bruins, two best teams in hockey right now. Neither one of them are making Stanley Cup. It's not about I- how you start. It's about how you finish in hockey.
2: Yeah, and that's what I'm worried about because like, you can't start off hot and, and keep going hot until you get like right to the end because you know that they're going to shit
1: themselves. It's going to be the, playoffs. Like, the it,
0: Minnesota it Wild... And the Washington Capitals,
1: (laughs) two eight (laughs) seeds. Capitals gonna finish real strong. It sounds like
0: (laughs) two eight seeds going all the way. It's all that matters. (laughs) Anyways, that's before we go. Before we go, we always like to do a uh, top five, even though we didn't do one last week. We were strapped for time. Um, And you have suggested. Top five animated voices. Now, this is very fluid. There are no set rules. You can judge them how you can do whatever you want to do. You can
1: you, do five to one, one to five. You can do. You can to have no numbers. All. You can <laughs> just name <laughs> five. Just just name them up. I can um, drop
0: everybody. Yeah. Who wants to go first?
1: I've got my list. I got Actually. mine too. I guess I'll go first since I picked. You one. are the guest. Okay. Yeah, you're, all right. you're the guest. You go by all means. All right. So I've c- tried to like at least narrow down to one per show because, like, you know, something like King of the Hill, I could have picked 10 different people, I feel like. Okay. But, so I went with Pamela Adlon for Bobby Hill on King of the Hill. I went Regina King as Riley Freeman on the Boondocks. Dude, hell yeah. And she's Absolutely. also Hume Freeman. She kills it yeah. both. both. Uh, so Julie good. Kavner, I gave it for Marge Simpson because she's the one whose voice is ruined now after all the years of doing that job h john benjamin just in anything i guess coach mcgurk i'll give it to home movies or about you know, there's movies. somebody h john benjamin. god damn dude um and then the kevin conroy is batman because i was like mark hamill rules but we lost kevin conroy so i guess i'll have to give it to batman on that one plus he's just the batman so and i didn't yeah. want to do one that wasn't a comedy so yeah he just so good right. that is uh That's you and i have list. a
0: very similar list i'll do mine uh, yeah. My my honorable mention. So like the way I thought about it is iconic voices that I think of. So I do have two from one show, um, but my honorable mention is Tom Kenny as SpongeBob because like you say SpongeBob, you automatically you know you know how that sounds. Yeah, like you know that voice, you know how it sounds.
2: As annoying as it is, yeah,
1: absolutely. Sure
0: I also have Regina King as Riley and Huey. Um, I have Casey Kasem as Shaggy because yeah, that I is, didn't uh, even
1: know he played Shaggy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um from, Mel- the song, from the song or from you know like, like the singer Shaggy? No Shaggy yeah. from Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh, okay, okay,
1: sure. Casey sure, Casey's case the singer in this case. But yeah. Who is <laughs> it?
0: Was, yeah, is a uh dis uh DJ, right? Isn't yeah, that what he was famous for?
1: Like a co show host, all kinds of yeah. stuff. It was
0: just, um Mel Blanc just... as Bug Bugs Bunny. Nice. So like, you know, iconic. Okay, yeah, iconic. Slight. That's good, yeah. And the next two is again, it's Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy because absolutely like seminal part of my childhood. And when I read a comic book and they're, they're so influential and so good at what they do that everyone tries to channel their own Kevin Conroy and, and and Mark Hamill. Like they've, they've it's just like, that's the voices that you equate to those characters. Even when, like when you're reading the books, like that's what I hear in my head. It's what I've always, it's always going to be that way. I was fortunate enough to meet uh, Kevin Conroy a couple years ago at a, at a con fucking nicest dude ever that's um, super awesome yeah 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 so all, right. can, for me, all his all his uh, are gonna be anime characters for
2: me it's just like <laughs> naruto is one of them right how I, how if vibe, do don't spoil my list dog okay <laughs> uh number five you know or, or like you know and, and number five slash honorable mention whatever is gonna be mark hamill like obviously you know like what can't just be the five guys. and an honorable mention six and i don't know how to i don't know how to order him dude i got six okay i can't help that okay there's no rules i know there's no rules. that's true there's no rule uh so i mean yeah mark hamill i mean come on like he does he just, he's good at voices he's good he's just a fun guy too like just watch oh, man TV, i love so. that pool. even luke Skywalker, uh,
1: bro like fuck like the
2: next the next one on the list uh saitama the voice of saitama from one punch man uh i think both the english dub uh as well as like the japanese dub It's just makoto for the last name <laughs> and uh max middleman they do a really good job with his voice love it uh uh next one's gonna be uh dallas reed who does the voice for asta in black clover <laughs> again another anime uh really good really noticeable voice or whatever i love anybody that can like just fucking sound derpy as hell when they yell like because that's the thing like anime is just <laughs> all fucking yelling so if you've got a good yell for anime yeah absolutely which brings up my next point tanjiro Kamado, the voice actor for him is uh the english is zach aguilar as well as natsuki hanane uh they both do really good You're jobs. say words now bro <laughs> They're, I just, don't they're know <laughs> They both do really good jobs in their voice acting, so I, I really dig those. Uh, and then uh, everybody's favorite currently, uh, the voice of Satoru, Go- Satoru Gojo in uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, who's Yuichi Nakamura, like for the... I, I, that one, I don't Peter know. Peter Cullen's
0: I, up there too for Optimus Prime.
2: That is fair. That is fair. I mean, like, I, and they try to recreate his voice all the time. So, oh, But number one, you know... the Decepticons. OC, ex, now, it is uh obviously like a tie because they it's a lady do- right
0: isn't it a lady that does naruto
2: uh yeah Mali Fl- Flanagan does the English version and then Junko Takuichi does the uh Japanese like the dubs or not, I guess you know this the normal voice or whatever but they both yeah. do like Naruto is my favorite uh anime growing up and whatnot and just like It's still it's, your favorite anime. It's still my favorite anime. I don't care how many plot holes you find in the story. I don't give a shit. I don't I don't care what what's wrong with it. It doesn't matter to me, dude. It's just fucking it's a it's so That's me with the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> it just resonates with me just i mean i don't have yeah, powers to that the Dark i love it dude,
0: dude yeah. i do i, I love remember it sitting in
1: the theater at the midnight showing and like you know that stupid asshole from game of thrones about to get thrown off the plane and tom <laughs> hardy starts talking like Sean connery and i was just laughing yeah. so hard yeah, and like i just started hey, cracking up it. and the whole that's why i love it i mean like i was the asshole that's i was like why i the... love it because it's
0: so fucking ridiculous it's so
1: bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the cat woman blows him up with a motorcycle so you don't even get a good payoff and the... the whole thing was just a bummer to me i it. Uh, whole... i just love the other two like
0: trust me like you're talking and these are things that I love. Like
1: <laughs> these are the highlights. Yeah.
0: People people like all oh, the movies sucks. But like Batman Begins is I I'm just watched huge, it the one time i never I'm a huge it. Batman like mark and like Batman Begins is my least favorite of the three. I love The Dark Knight Rises
2: like so much. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just
2: like I've I've seen pictures of like Bane and what he looks like in the comics, and I'm obsessed. with it. ceremony here. Well, that's the thing is like Bane you is so badass me. in the comics. They should have yeah, with yeah, a more exactly. cartoonish, like a like a such a more like a more cartoonish character to play Bane. Like somebody like go with the mountain from fucking Game of Thrones. Straight like, up, you, you can
1: still him. do Tom Hardy's stupid voice yeah, so if you wanted to. it, so it wouldn't have matter. Yeah,
2: it's not. Yeah, you just voice over him, dub over him, and find it somewhere to. Yeah, but he should have been
1: big enough to pick you up and back break you not a guy who's shorter than christian bale doesn't he break his back in the yeah he breaks his back i think he did it in the movie and in the comics yeah yeah, nightfall yeah
0: and then Azrael takes over
2: come on i can't (laughs) oh you think darkness is your ally (laughs) anytime anytime i'm (laughs) i have a i have a mask that i use for when i'm doing word working out in the garage and like every time i put it on yeah you have to do a bane voice like you have to like yeah do you feel in charge?
1: <laughs> I didn't think they could make a more ridiculous Bane than the one from Batman and Robin, but they did. And it was amazing. Yeah. That one is, I mean, he was just a big, like
0: doped up goon. Just a is...
1: guy who never had no lines. You know? <laughs> I mean, it worked, uh, you know, yeah. it worked, but
0: uh, in the comics, he's a hybrid between the two now, depending, like he's sort of like, he was like a warlord and he, they kind of took the military aspect. And then like, he still like has a background in Lucha, Lucha Libre. And so, you know, <laughs> I it's like his fine. portrayal
2: in uh in, I, I love uh, Tom Hardy
0: though. Like like I don't like the Venom movies, but like I think Tom
2: Hardy's like Harley Quinn. Good. That's the one. I love his you know I, mean? I love his portrayal in Harley Quinn. Like it's, Who? it's oh dude, I it's so good. It's so funny. Mess. It's just so comical. I it's haven't not... watched
1: that shit yet, but I hear good things about that show and I probably should check it out. <laughs> it's <laughs> people say topical. it's like a good it's a good like answer for what's left after Venture Brothers, so I gotta check it out, I feel like.
0: It's it is a very specific type of humor, and it just depends if that, like, do you like Borderlands humor?
1: Mm. I liked it when <laughs> I played it, you know, that you time. Like I don't want to go back and do it again. You won't like
0: Harley Quinn then because I'm the same exact way. I tried so hard. I watched that first season. I was like, I just feel like you're insulting me. You know what I mean? That's a
1: spit in my face.
0: Like, I just like it's, I just felt like, you know, whatever. And like, Hayley Cuoco is fine. as Harley Quinn. Like, it's fine. But it's just, I don't know. It was too much. It was just too much for me. I like, I, I mean, I understand comics in nature, but like, <laughs> it's a weird thing. Like, you can go kid friendly, right? Like, Teen Titans go It's shit. Like, that's kid friendly. But you can also go dark. But like, to put them two, two, two together where like it's very childish humor, but like they're talking about blowing dudes and fucking each other, like it's weird. And it yeah, does Especially it, with those characters. And yeah. it like, does. Well, I mean, yeah. And it doesn't yeah. work, right? So like, I don't know. I just. <laughs> I, I I couldn't Says handle you. it. Like, <laughs> yeah, hey, I was
1: gonna say a lot of people works. Dude, people love
0: it, man. And yeah, that's a, that's a whole another can of worms we won't get into. But anyways, where can people find you? Where can uh, where can people your your campaign will still be up by the time this goes
1: out? But yeah, Jeff Schiller, look him up on Kickstarter. Magic well, it would powder. be Magic Powder, right? Yeah, yeah, either one probably gets you to me. Um, yeah, get is uh where you can get all Magic Powder shit. Um, but yeah, go to Kickstarter and just type in Magic Proud, you'll find the newest campaign. Yeah, you're a you're a project we love. How'd that come about? Yeah, I mean, I guess just by being awesome, I don't really know the rules or anything. <laughs> uh The first time we ever did an issue, we were a project we love. That's and never, never as shit, since then. Yeah, so this is only the second time though. I had it, like you said, like at eight.
0: I wanted it, dude. I wanted it so bad. I was like, how do
1: I get this fucking badge?
0: How do I do it? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I think I thought it had something to do with maybe being a first timer or something. It has. Like you said, I guess not. From I what know. I
0: understand, it has to do with someone who works at Kickstarter, notices it, mm-hmm. and deems it interesting enough to like it's given out by someone at kickstarter
1: so, so or or yeah. if
0: you like fucking get your funding in like seven minutes
1: then they just give it to you because they, then love they the just money. give it to you yeah, yeah. correct yeah. correct but i <laughs> well, um, love it now like, they hit me up uh the day i launched the guy who's the head of comics of kickstarter hit me up like emailed me and uh he was telling me he liked you know, this, this thing. And I thought he was hitting me up to be like, you can't have a naked girl, like you got to censor, you know, the thing. <laughs> gotcha, so yeah. I didn't know. But he was like, no, it's fine. Cause I was kind of worried about that before launching, because it's the first time I've ever had anything like that on one of my campaigns. Um and then like ten minutes later, we were a project we love. So yeah, that probably had something to do with it. Probably. Um, yeah. Nice. So that was cool. I've never had that happen before. So yeah, hopefully hell, that man. works out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not complaining. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm gonna
0: yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride on your coattails. So I'm gonna do
1: come on let's go (laughs) but anyways
0: outside of your Kickstarter, where can people find you on the dead platform
1: yeah exactly uh just type in a jeff schiller that's usually my gimmick on all these things uh instagram blue sky twitter uh yeah that's pretty much it i guess facebook you type in magic powder we have a page but facebook's dead too dude facebook is the new myspace it's it's gone it's it's let's bring back myspace I think, I think you really just should. type we, in Magic Powder on Discord, you might be able to find me. But yeah, Discord's yeah. where it's at right now. Especially because there's no call. DMs on fucking Blue Sky. You can DM me on Discord, which is cool.
0: I need to add you on Discord. We need it. We do that whole thing. Hey, you join my Discord. I'll join your Discord, and that way we don't join any.
1: And then yeah, then no one looks at it anyway. Yeah, it's just like everything else. That's that's why you have to have thirty things for everyone to sign up to, because like one of those things will. I remember someone telling me, and I ran a whole campaign and all this stuff, and it was like twenty hours left, or maybe it was twenty minutes left. And this guy's like, "Oh, I didn't know you were running the campaign. I just backed it." Like, bro, I post four hundred times a day. What do you mean you didn't know? And like you're on, (laughs) I see you on. You know, no. And so like you know you gotta we you have
0: know. i would say I half gonna... of our discord is that way they're in our discord and they don't participate in anything no, that's,
1: and okay. that's like same with, yeah, exactly as long as they're there and maybe going to hit that like button or something i don't know i really don't like it's like 10 people out of 50 in my discord that actually participate same and sometimes you'll get people that'll post their self promos and stuff like that but those people don't participate they just want you to go to their shit which is fine but like you know at least make hey, it just, cool yeah Somebody it's like hey man me you jerk me, cool. me
0: off yeah. i'll jerk you off bro
1: yeah and that's the thing like we were talking about earlier where it's like you know you don't want to get into one of those situations where it's like you know i'll back your comic if you back my comic it's like bro back my comic if you want it if you don't want it yeah don't yeah. you know we could do cross promotion that way but don't be asking me to like back your comic that no one's backing there's just, no sub you know. for sub here well okay. listen yeah, exactly. for there's the record <laughs> for the record i backed yours yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. That's awesome. <laughs> exactly. And like by the time yours next one come out, I'll be able to catch up and everything. But it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I probably like I said, I probably have to get a digital just because I don't know where the fuck I'll be the next time it comes out. But who knows? You mean Alaska yeah well yeah my dad's always talking about last alaska that show and, like moving out there with no one. and i'm <laughs> yeah. like bro you couldn't go two days without pizza like who are you kidding <laughs> like you would never be able to make it out there no pizza no electricity i'm sure they got
0: pizza know. They got like elk meat no he's just no,
1: they're out there like they're by themselves for six months you know like yeah. they're done like Do you want they gotta pizza? make their you own water wells yeah, yeah exactly and like yeah and like that's the thing like there's like a like an item drop-off guy like once a month or something in a big-ass plane and that pizza ain't gonna be worth a damn by the time <laughs> so yeah not that's at all a, yeah so that's just so funny but you know he like fantasizes that kind of thing like living out in the woods and all that stuff and like me personally i'm like bro they're gonna have to pull my electricity out of my hands because like I, we, our car <laughs> went out last weekend and it sucked like oh, losing the power was enough to know i don't want to live like that but yeah
0: absolutely is- i need yeah. the internet and i need air conditioning
1: Yo, yo, especially in this fucking Las Vegas heat, you'd need that area. <laughs> How far are you from that goddamn ball? Boom. Um, I I just moved, but like we used to <laughs> be, right, blinds, it right, to be there. right out. It used to be right outside the house. Yeah, we used to go outside and just look at it. Like it was a basketball, like it was a pumpkin. It was like all these things, <laughs> so it was cool. But like, yeah, now it's kind of like a little further from me. Probably like ten miles away now. But yeah, it was pretty close. So the sphere, whatever, and that's made by Madison Square Garden. So it's like James Dolan, who owns the Knicks and the Rangers. Who's a fucking loser? And uh yeah, now he owns the, the sphere. And apparently he fired the guy who did all the work like to build it and then gave the job to his like wife or his girlfriend or whatever. So they take all the credit now that it's built. And it's like, what an asshole. Like, I can't stand that guy. So whatever. But yeah, a few of my friends are like, Oh, we should go check it out. It's like maybe when something goes there that's not you Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I want to go see a metal show there. would be dope. <laughs> Shit. Like, yeah, I don't even really know what to expect because I haven't seen the inside, I've only seen the outside. But yeah, yeah it's great. Be, be cool as hell.
0: Anyways, thanks for uh, thanks for coming, chatting with us, dude. Thank you so much. It's been a good yeah, time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thanks for having me on. That was fun. Yeah.